Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. Are your joints painful? Do you suffer from daily discomfort? As it stands today, chronic pain affects more Americans than diabetes, heart disease, and cancer combined. In fact, chronic pain is the number one reason Americans enter the healthcare system today. However, many people believe their only option for pain relief is found in drugstore options such as ibuprofen, Advil, and Tylenol, to name a few. Tragically, most people are unaware that these pain meds do more harm than good. Common side effects include headaches, liver and kidney issues, high blood pressure, and in rare cases, even death. Not to mention, they're just masking your pain, giving you temporary relief. While this may sound all doom and gloom, I do have good news. There is an all-natural solution that addresses the root cause of your discomfort, a real solution that allows you to get back to being you. And that solution is called Curcumin Gold, made by my friends at Purality Health. Curcumin Gold contains turmeric curcumin extract, vegan omega-3s, particularly DHA, which is a very long-chain omega-3, and it has ginger oil. These carefully selected ingredients support healthy joint function and address the root cause of inflammation within your body. Trust me when I say you won't find anything else on the market quite like this. In fact, my friends over at Purality Health have a patented formula that utilizes something called micell liposomal technology, which delivers the nutrients into your bloodstream, proven to be 800% more efficient than traditional uh, supplement doses. Even better, it's backed by a 180-day money-back guarantee. And today, we have a 30% off coupon for you. Just visit PurityHealth.com and use the coupon DRJ or Dr. J to access 30% off today. So again, that's PurityHealth.com. Use the coupon code DRJ, so Dr. J, to access 30% off today. This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on the top seven fasting mistakes that cause cravings and fatigue. I'm a huge advocate of intermittent fasting, and I've seen amazing health breakthroughs when people start practicing time-restricted feeding and intermittent fasting. However, there is a percentage of people that really struggle with this, and they have a lot of cravings. They feel pretty intense fatigue when they get going with fasting. And what I found in my research is that there are seven key mistakes that if you make those, your fasting experience may not be very good. Once you address these, these areas, it becomes almost effortless to undergo an intermittent fast and to compress your eating window. And then you get the great fat burning, self-healing, the autophagy benefits, the fat burning benefits, the benefits of getting into ketosis, reducing inflammation, you get all these incredible benefits, but you've got to address these seven areas. So this is going to be a powerful training for you. Be sure to take notes. Be sure to share this with somebody that you know and that you care about. And if you have not left us a five-star review, 
Now is the time to do that. Just go to Apple iTunes, leave us a review. When you do that, it helps us reach more people and impact more lives with this message. Thank you for being a part of our community and let's go into the show. Hey, it's Dr. David Jockers. And today I'm talking about the top seven mistakes I see people make when they're trying intermittent or extended fasting. So we know fasting can be one of the, one of the most powerful healing strategies. In fact, I call it the most ancient, inexpensive, and powerful healing strategy known to mankind because all of our ancestors did it because they didn't have pant pantries and access to food all the time. So there were many times of scarcity where they had to eat very, they had only a very little amount of food or no food. Sometimes they would go days, sometimes they would only eat once a day. This is very common for our ancestors. Today's day and age, we have food all around us, right? So we have to be intentional about fasting. Obviously fasting doesn't cost us anything. So it's inexpensive. And then it may be the most powerful uh, healing strategy known to mankind because of its incredible benefits for burning fat, for reducing inflammation, for stimulating cell repair mechanisms. We call that autophagy and mitophagy. Incredible health benefits from fasting. However, some people have not had good experiences with fasting. And these are the reasons why the top seven mistakes. Number one is actually not eating enough. And so we're talking about fasting. People are like, what, not eating enough? I thought I wasn't supposed to be eating. Well, the key with fasting is actually feasting when you are in your eating period. So it's kind of designating times when you eat and feast and times when you fast. So it's not an attempted low calorie diet. You're not counting your calories and trying to keep your calories low. That's not the goal when you're doing intermittent fasting. So when you eat, whatever window of time you're eating in, okay, maybe it's six hours, maybe it's eight hours, you wanna make sure you eat really well. Eat till you're fully satiated. I recommend at least 30 grams of high quality protein in every single meal and roughly 20 to maybe up to 40 grams of healthy fats. Sometimes you'll need more than 30 grams of protein if, you're, if you have a lot of lean body tissue, if you're doing strength training, if you're trying to build muscle, you may need 50, 60 grams of protein in, in a meal. Um, and you may need more fat, just depends. So the amount of fat you put in might be as low as, let's say 20 grams of fat. Let's say if you don't have a gallbladder or consuming a lot of fat just makes you feel bloated, you don't feel good, then consume less fat, more protein in your meal. Um, if you feel good eating a lot more fat, 30, 40, 50 grams of fat in a meal, then consume that because that's gonna help give you more satiety, make you feel more satiated. You also need to have some sort of fiber, right? Fiber oftentimes really helps. I mean, not everybody does, does great with fiber, but for most people, having like a big salad with their, their meal, um, having vegetables, things like that, even some fruit can be really, really helpful for providing more satiety. So the key is really just getting enough calories in your meals when you are consuming your meals. So particularly like before you start your fast, let's say, um, you know, on a daily basis, you're eating two or three meals in a six or eight hour eating window. So your last meal is, let's say at 6 p.m., you finish by 7 p.m. and then you're fasting until one o'clock the next day. So you wanna make sure that dinner meal, you're really consuming a good amount of calories, getting those protein, getting the protein, getting the healthy fats right. So that way you're not, you're not hungry, right? You're, you're, you're satiated. Now your body's burning fat for fuel. So getting enough calories, eating enough food, particularly protein, really focusing on that is super important, number one. A lot of people are not doing that. They're under eating, they're just not eating as much. And then several hours later, they're hungry or they're eating the wrong types of foods. They're eating a lot of starch, a lot of sugar, and that's gonna throw off their blood sugar. 
It's gonna make it harder for their body to burn fat when they are going through their fasting period. So then they're gonna feel hypoglycemic, they're gonna have cravings, and it's not obviously a good setup for a fast. Number two is poor hydration. So we really need to be hydrating when we are in our fasted window. That's part of the cleansing process is actually getting some good hydration into our system. Hydration also helps to fill our stomach, right? So if we're drinking water, it actually expands our stomach, which reduces the amount of ghrelin, which is our hunger hormone. So our stomach, when there's nothing in our stomach, and sometimes you'll feel like your stomach growling, that's kind of the effect where ghrelin is being released and ghrelin circulates, gets up into the brain and the hypothalamus and tells us, I'm hungry, time to eat some food. When we drink water, we distend the stomach, reduces the amount of ghrelin that's released, and we don't get that neurological effect, that, that desire to eat, that hunger uh, that takes place. So good hydration is key, also very important for energy production. And along with water is taking in electrolytes, particularly when we're fasting, our insulin levels go down. And insulin is the hormone we release when we eat. And insulin's job is to take sugar and put it into the cells, right? Almost like a, a, a key coming in, unlocking the door on the cells, the insulin receptor, and allowing sugar and other nutrients like magnesium to get into the cells where they can be used for energy. When insulin is elevated in our bloodstream, we retain sodium. So we retain sodium and water, right? Water comes with sodium. So if we have insulin resistance and our body's producing a lot of insulin, we can oftentimes have a lot of swelling and we can have higher blood pressure. However, when we're going through a period of fasting or if we're eating a very low carb, blood sugar stabilizing diet, and we're exercising, we're doing the things to, to maintain good metabolic health, we are not gonna have high insulin. We're gonna have lower insulin levels, particularly when we're fasting, and then we're gonna excrete more sodium. So remember, high insulin, we retain sodium. Low insulin, we excrete the sodium. So now we're getting rid of it, and if we don't replace it, right, by taking in some salts, we can feel very, very dizzy. Until you've adapted to fasting for a while, a lot of people, they notice dizziness, they notice an increase in cravings. They notice their energy goes down, their mental clarity goes down. They just don't feel good. They even can, can develop flu-like symptoms when their electrolytes, particularly sodium, the most important one there, um, is lowering and going down. So until you get more adapted to retaining the sodium and retaining the electrolytes, taking in a little bit of salt, just putting some salt, sea salt on your tongue, and taking that every few hours during the fast, will really help with your overall energy production. So that can be really helpful. You can also do like electrolyte powders as long as they don't have sugar or any other calories in them. Those can be helpful. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about this amazing product called Joint Support by Pure Health Research. If you're out there and you're struggling with stiff or aching joints and you're tired of letting that discomfort steal the joy and freedom from your life, you've got to try Joint Support. It contains seven of Mother Nature's best superfoods for supporting comfortable, healthy, and flexible joints, and it even promotes healthy cartilage growth too. Now, all it takes is one small capsule of joint support every day to start feeling the positive effects on your joint health. And as a listener of our show, you can try joint support risk-free today and get a free 30-day supply of omega-3 when you take advantage of this special offer. It can promote healthy joint lubrication making it easier to move in comfort. You're also going to get two free eBooks so you can learn more about joint health. Just head over to getjointhelp.com forward slash jockers. That's getjointhelp.com forward slash jockers. G-E-T 
J-O-I-N-T-H-E-L-P.com forward slash J-O-C-K-E-R-S. And that will order joint support and claim your free bottle of omega-3 while supplies last. Again, that's getjointhelp.com forward slash jockers. Intense stress or poor sleep. So if you sleep really bad, that's going to throw off your insulin levels and it's going to throw off another hormone called leptin. Leptin is a hormone that the fat cells release and it circulates, gets into the hypothalamus in your brain and tells you you're not hungry. It stops the hunger signal tells you you're satiated and tells you to burn fat for fuel. People that have poor sleep or high stress develop a condition called leptin resistance where they're producing a lot of leptin but their body's not responding to it so they never feel, they always feel hungry and they're not able to burn fat effectively for fuel. So we need to keep stress under control and then we also need to make sure we're prioritizing good rest and good sleep. If you're not doing that, if you're not sleeping well, or if you're going through intense periods of stress, maybe you're going through a divorce or a sickness in your family or something like that, um, then doing an extended fast would not be a good idea. Uh, You might just need to start with like a 12 hour overnight fast. Um, Just be really gentle on your body. Obviously try try to make good nutrition choices, but pushing your fasting window or tightening your fasting window Maybe really tough on your body because of the amount of stress you're under. And if you're not sleeping well, uh, especially, right, that's going to make it really, really hard. So I always tell people, let's dial in the stress to, to a manageable level and let's make sure we're really sleeping well. And when we do that, now that sets us up for a great fasting experience. So that's key. Number five is not pooping. You need to be moving your bowels, particularly if you're intermittent fasting. So let's say again, you're doing a 16, 18 hour, maybe a 20, 24 hour fast, like only eating one meal a day, whatever it is. Whatever your fasting window is on a, on a particular day, you should be moving your bowels every single morning, right? So between six and 9 a.m. in the morning, your colon is most active. You should have one to two bowel movements in that period of time and really just get rid of everything, all the waste from the day before in that period of time or certainly within a 24 hour time period. Meaning if you ate lunch, you know, at one o'clock on, you know, on Tuesday, you should have all the waste from that meal out of your body by one o'clock on Wednesday. If it sits in there longer, it's going to putrefy. It's going to rot and putrefy. And that's going to release highly toxic compounds. We call those endotoxins that drive up inflammation in your body, drive up stress hormones and increase cravings. Believe it or not, the bacterial fermentation that takes place there will actually signal to your brain that you're hungry and that you want particularly food that's not healthy for you. It's gonna stimulate more sugar cravings, more starch cravings. You're gonna be eating, next thing you know, you're gonna be eating you know, a big bag of, of Frito-Lays, right? Because your body's saying it's giving you these strong urges to do that. So you gotta make sure you're moving your bowels, okay? And getting things out of your system. So drinking a lot of water in the morning, getting the salts in, that can really help. Perhaps some magnesium supplementation can help. A lot of people notice you know, good bowel movements when they drink coffee in the morning. Coffee, the chlorogenic acid in there, the caffeine, stimulates your vagus nerve and stimulates peristalsis in your gut. It also helps to um, improve bile flow, right, from your liver and activate liver detoxification. So that can be really helpful for a lot of people as well, but you gotta get pooping. Um, Another thing you can do is just a castor oil pack. You can actually get a castor oil, get a flannel, or uh, my favorite castor oil pack is uh, Queen of Thrones. They have the whole kit with it, and you just kind of put that over your colon Okay, a little bit of the castor oil on, on the flannel, tie it up, do that overnight. And that has a natural laxative effect if it's over the colon. 
and that will help move your bowels and help you get rid of toxins. So that can be really helpful. You can also do it over the liver to help stimulate and open up the bile ducts and stimulate liver detoxification and liver regeneration. So that's really helpful. Number six is poor mindset. A lot of people, when they go into a fast, their whole time they're thinking, oh, I can't eat anything, I can't eat anything. So it's this attitude of deprivation. And because of that, because that's what they're thinking about, that actually, that thought process itself actually stimulates more cravings. And then they'll go and they'll see like family members or friends eating something. And then again, it triggers that response. And they're like, oh yeah, I can't eat anything. And so it's triggering this reaction that tells the body, I need to have cravings, I need to have cravings. And it makes it really, really hard to actually do, be successful with the fasting period you're trying to accomplish. So you gotta have a poor mindset, not a victim mindset, not a deprivation mindset, but an empowering mindset, a mindset that says, this is gonna be amazing for my body. I'm gonna build better strength, better stamina. I'm gonna have better control over my mood, over uh, my cravings. Uh, I'm not gonna let food control me. I'm gonna control how I decide to, to, to eat food, right? You gotta have that empowering type of mindset when you do that, the fast becomes a lot easier as opposed to a, a deprivation mindset. And then number seven, this obviously really only applies to women, um, is the menstrual cycle timing. But for men, it's important to know this. If you know, you're having your spouse fast or your girlfriend or your daughter or sister or whatever it is, menstrual cycle timing, super key. So for women, the last week before they start menstruating is not a good time to fast. The reason why is, you actually need to increase your insulin levels during that period of time in order to produce the right amount of hormones for uh, the menstruation process. And so what happens the last week before a woman menstruates, they oftentimes have a lot of cravings. It's their body telling them, hey, I need more calories, more food, and more carbohydrates during that period of time. The best time for a woman to fast is actually right after she starts menstruating. The first few days, it's a great way to just reduce inflammation, reduce the uh, any sort of symptoms, cramping, bloating, things like that, that can be associated with menstruation. Great time to do fasting. Usually right around ovulation, which is day 14 on the menstrual cycle, typical 28 day menstrual cycle. Um, roughly around day 12 to 14 or 15 is when ovulation takes place. It's usually, again, a good time to go more into a feasting cycle during that period of time. And then right after ovulation is a good time to go back into doing some fasting up until you get to roughly day 21, day 22 on that menstrual cycle. And then again, that's a great time to eat more calories, more protein, uh, more carbohydrates, ideally from healthy sources like fruit, starchy, uh, like, like sweet potatoes, nutrient dense starch, veg starchy vegetables, squashes, um, beans perhaps. Those would all be healthier sources of carbohydrates. Obviously getting a lot of protein during that period of time as well can be really, really helpful. So. Hopefully this video was really helpful for you guys. You do not wanna make these mistakes if you're trying to be successful with intermittent fasting or with, you know, particularly with extended fasting, which gets even more challenging, even more important to be doing these things correctly. Um, if you're trying to do a three day or five day water fast, really important you dial these things in right here. So hopefully this is helpful. Be sure to share this video or podcast with anybody that you know and that you care about that needs to understand this information. And now is the time, if you have not already, what are you waiting for? Subscribe to our channel and hit the bell button. That way you get notified whenever I put up a new video so you never miss one of these important trainings. Thank you so much for doing that. And we'll see you guys in a future training. Be blessed, everybody.
Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.